0: Insights, a podcast by Pharma.ero. Good day, everyone, and welcome to our Pharma.ero collaborative podcast. I am Frank van Gelder. Join us as we explore today the arrival of the new generation of digital technologies in the life science logistics. And we are getting the very valuable insights of the pharmaceutical manufacturers in this episode. With us today are Lila Ridu, Manager, Distribution and Quality, GSK, Ruud van der Geer, Associate Director Supply Chain Management Global Delivery Strategy Teams, MSD, and Veerle Vermeer, Director Production Planning, Pfizer-Purs. Ruud, data and power data analytics have become a new asset. AI, machine learning, digital twinning, call it. And they will all have their impact on different processes, both in R&D, I guess, as in production standards. How do you perceive, as MSD, this within your industry segment?
1: Thanks, Frank, and thanks for having me today. Yeah, if we talk about digitization, it's, for me it's digitization within the distribution and logistics space. So I will zoom in on how we use digital transformation in that area. Our key focus first is to make sure that we work on visibility, detectability and control of our shipments. And we need visibility, detectability and control to enable intervention of our shipments together with our forwarders. The way we do that is we build an integrated cloud-based environment where we consolidate all the required master data. So that means a link to our ERP, transport management system, data collection, monitoring systems and so forth. By having the data all consolidated in one platform, it does enable further downstream processes. But that was for us was step one, is really digital transformation is try to start with visibility, detectability and control.
0: En veel vermeer, director production planning Pfizer purs How do you see this?
2: Ja, yeah, maybe coming back on your question on R and uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence en digitalisation. I think, yeah, when you speak about developing a new product and bringing it uh, to the market for, and managing all the processes, there is a lot of process data. There is a lot of, of stability data. There is a lot of quality data, QC data, uh, lab testing data, and so on. So I think bringing there artificial intelligence would only help to, to better summarize, to to make better conclusions out of this. So I think this can bring a lot of potential. But linking it now to more my area of expertise and more planning data, and listening as well to you, I think the biggest problems we are struggling with is that master data hub. So good to hear that this is in place already at your plants, because linking all the data together from, for instance, inventory figures, translating that to number of pallets in the warehouse, but also to translate my production plans in how much inventory I will create and what warehouse capacity I need for this, that is still something where we struggle with. And there, I think this can certainly help us a lot.
0: Very nice insights, thank you. This brings me to a second type of question, of course. Next to digitization of processes and predictions, we go even further. Huh? We, we look already at the centralized patient hub, e-health, uh, telemedicine. And that is demanding uh, life science manufacturers, I think, uh, at indirectly the supply chain and the logistics with it to look at a different delivery model, so from a hospital to door delivery. What do you see there, uh, Lila, as, as potential hurdles and dangers in the making this the mainstream of future healthcare products?
3: Uh, as much as you think and you make it big, as much as you will find uh, difficulties to align and connect several systems, processes and people. And of course, we need to think large with a long-term strategy But how we will make it real needs to be agile. We need to test and learn from the floor to avoid to create gadgets. I would say having a big hub could result to less agility to manage process change. Indeed when we have to move a big cargo is much more complex than moving or than updating a form. Especially in pharma, if the system is aiming to manage GXP data, for example, like temperature or batch disposition, you would like to achieve compliance with regulations such as uh, CRF11, and this is quite a heavy process, and it requires expertise. There are uh, requirements on how to manage audit trail, change request, periodic review of the system, including disaster and recovery tested. All those tests will add complexity to those digitalization changes. On the top of that, authorities are more and more equipped and digitally skilled to face this boom. And the inspectors are more and more focusing on computerized systems during the inspection, which is good, but the industries need to be ready and the system needs to be well designed and controlled
0: thank you it's about quality and 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 authorities and that's going to be more complex so vele what is your thought about this
3: yeah and linking it
2: back to your question on the centralized patient up for me what's still a difficulty and a challenge in production planning is to know always very well more pro- and upfront and more proactively what is the regulatory status of the different products we are producing. And in the most circumstances, we only know it very last minute, but if we would have something like a centralized database where all this information is gathered together in a proactive way, then we can better plan as well. And That's something I think on all the regulatory information, to gather that more and to manage that more with all the digital tools, that, that would help I think my planning processes, certainly.
0: Ruud, If you look at products of MSD and what tomorrow are at the door directly delivered and digitalized follow-up by a patient in such a hub, what do you think then? Yeah, hearing the story here, I, I feel we also have to consider
1: ownership of the goods. Do we as MSD still own the goods when we are delivering to patients' homes? If not, what can we do as an industry to facilitate visibility of those products at the patients' homes? that's going to be an interesting new model. Where, where does the, the actual handover take place? That said, I think there's a lot we can do already with packs that are serialized and aggregated. We have a portal to a digital world, right? So a scan of a pack is no more than a portal to a digital world. We're currently running a pilot in a certain specific Asian markets at the moment where we are building the, the cloud-based environments where we gather all that information based on a single scan it doesn't really matter anymore where the ownership changes, it starts to matter where do we connect all the data to allow the complete picture of the end-to-end traceability of our products. Specifically, if we look at the, the new models, where we want to have, we want to link personalized data to medication, we want to get full traceability of product that is distributed, that's where we start. We need a portal to a shared digital environment. And hopefully next year we can, we can show and tell you a lot more about where we are with these pilots, but it's, uh,
0: we're, we're coming really close. And if we don't go to the next level, because the new product asks new processes, and then for those new processes we have new technologies, but what about the people? So how can we get the people with their skills fastly enough into this new way of doing things? You need a
1: portal to understanding what product are we shipping, We need regulation uh, and that regulation needs to be implemented. So everybody who touches our goods in the supply chain immediately needs to know this is critical. This needs to be there within a very, very short lead time. Lives depend on it, basically. So how do we make that clear? The current models obviously don't fit that. Uh, We know that there's regulation that's lacking on it or, or there isn't even no regulation for it. There's no supply chains that facilitate it right now. But we can streamline that by informing people very quickly with the digital tools that we have, whether that's a scan or another smart element that we add to a, to a shipment. But we can create a portal to an environment where we either have you know, animations, videos, spoken words in specific languages, warnings that you cannot enable if you want to build that into a single SKU.
0: Yeah, I would continue looking at Pfizer-Purs here because I remember that you said, uh, Verle, suddenly we had to speed up with the COVID and we needed people, people, people. So how do you see that, having skilled people for whatever comes towards
2: you? I think it's all about managing change and the change management process. We all need to believe that I think with all the new digital tools, that there are a lot of benefits. And that's something I think we need to make sure as management, as leadership, that we convince the colleagues that, and, and promote also the potential results we could have. Also, I think uh, linking to pharma.iro and, and, and being here gives us also a lot of insight of all potentials which can happen in the future and, and link with all the other colleagues around us. This is the way, I think, managing change management, but, but also listening to everything that's possible, m- making sure we get these, these good ideas from these conferences and so on. They are so important, I think.
0: Last but not least, Lila, how do you see at the power of people, brain for the future, how to manage that?
3: Well, I agree with what has been said, of course. All pharma companies are putting effort to increase uh, the knowledge and expertise at all levels. I mean, a user level, but also at tech and IT force, who are playing a key role here. At user level, for example, we do have to train and qualify, not only training those persons on the system, but we need to use a smart and digital training that we have developed at JSK. We also work to increase their mindset because the digital transformation should start from them. The innovation ideas and opportunities are coming from all our users' stories and all our floor experience. And the second human factor is a tech team or IT guys, as I said. They are key in this digitalization journey and they do need to use agile methodology to support effectively the system during the whole its life cycle. I mean supporting upgrade of the system, quickly fix issue and bugs, manage access and so on.
0: Thank you, Lila of GSK, Ruth, MSD, and vela of Pfizer for this very nice insights. And thank you, listeners of our podcast series, members of pharma.tiro and outside members of pharma.aero. My name is Frank van Gelder. Thank you very much. And till the next time. Insights, a podcast by pharma.aero.